behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. And it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Appreciate y'all joining us today. And it's a live program on Saturday, January the 20th. So if you're listening to a replay of this, even on Tuesday, or the following Tuesday, I should say, you'll know exactly what day this is. Appreciate you all joining us. And as we went through all of the cold weather the past week or so, and it's still fairly chilly out, although it's not the below zero weather. In fact, right now it's currently about 30 degrees out, which from last week is about 40 degrees higher than it was then, because it was around 10 below or so last week, and we were on air. I think it was like 8 below or so. So anyways, much warmer today than it was in previous weeks, and we are thankful for that. I don't like the below zero weather, and I'm sure most of you don't either. If you have questions along the lines of, hey, I had this issue or that issue, what should I do? I've had several uh, text messages from individuals saying, hey, you know, is it a good idea to do X? You know, it's that cold out. Uh, I had a person that went ahead and insulated all of their crawl space pipes, and there's ways to do that, of course, and most of it is just by using the the small, you know, I call them pool noodles, but it's like the small pool noodles that go over, uh, you know, water pipes and such. And I had somebody actually text and say, you know, they did that, and, you know, does the plumbing company that we have during the week do that? And the answer, of course, was yes, they can do those things. So anyways, there's all sorts of ways to be preventative when it comes to that really cold weather. If you are new to Colorado, typically, and I say typically, because as Charlie knows, it's, you know, there's nothing really typical in Colorado because the weather changes constantly. But in general, when it comes to us in Colorado, we have that below zero weather about once a season. Now, I can remember times where we had more than that, but typically it's once a season. So the chances of us having that again, you know, through February, I don't necessarily see that happening. But, hey, anything is possible in Colorado. So for, again, all of you listening, and again, it's one of those things where if you notice there were some problems with uh, different portions of your house during this last storm, during this last cold snap, by all means, take care of it now. And and that's even if you're thinking about moving out of the house in the not-too-distant future. Go ahead and do the things that you know you need to do to keep even the next person from having any issues. And some of that might even be a selling point in the house itself. Hey, you know, here's a thing that we did during the last cold snap. We noticed we had potentially had, you know, X problems with X things. We went ahead and shored those things up. Those are all add-ons and aren't going to hurt you at all when it goes to, you know, when it comes time to sell the house. So, but again, if any of you have any questions along those lines or you had an issue with anything, feel free to call us. Main line 303. 477-5600-303-477-5600. The text line, you can always text us with a question as well. 307-282-22. Larry Unger, who's normally here answering phones, is still not with us. We we will be looking to his return here in the not-too-distant future. And I appreciate him and all that he does for us on a regular basis. Charlie Grimes, of course, with me. Josh Goff will will be joining us probably a little bit later today, uh, for sure, during the Drive Radio 
segment today, or drive radio show, I should say, today. Uh, he's from Legacy Automotive, Regionline Auto Brokers, and Josh is always a, uh, a wealth of wisdom, even when it comes to around-the-house projects and things like that as well. One thing I'd like to mention. This is not a sponsor of ours here on Fix-It Radio, but I said I would give them a plug because they're just great guys. That's Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Now, they're doing something unique after all of what we've been through with the holidays and the hustle and bustle and, of course, the cold weather. They would like to help a family in need. So if you know somebody that needs some work on their furnace, maybe even a complete replacement, and they just don't have the means to do so, maybe there's been... You know, a death or a job loss or something along those lines or, you know, a disability, things, things of that nature. You know, those that have means, you know, let's let them take care of that on their own. But those that don't have the means is what we're really looking for here. And there's people out there all over the place in that particular arena. So if you know someone that may very well want to benefit or need to benefit from their services, again, even if it's just a repair, they want to help somebody in need. So... Go to the website, klzradio.com. Not my fix-it radio site, but go to klzradio.com. There's a, uh, a form there. I'm trying to say there's a form for Cub Creek. Just fill out that form and nominate someone that you feel might be in need of what I'm talking about. Again, could be a repair, could be a complete replacement. So if you know someone along those lines and you would like to nominate them, Please do so. Also, if you would do this for me, this will help me, by the way. If you do that, also put in there that you heard this on Fix-It Radio. Not my daily show, but that you heard it here on Fix-It Radio. That would help me out immensely as well. And that way we kind of can track where different things come from. And again, it helps me. It doesn't necessarily you know, help them, but it does help me. So if you've got somebody you'd like to nominate and you go online to do so, please make sure you put on there that you heard them Saturday morning, Fix It Radio, or if you're listening on Tuesday, same situation. Please let them know that you heard them here. And again, they're trying to help somebody in need, especially as we went through this big last cold snap, and there may be people out there that just you know had things happen even during the cold snap that they just don't have the ability to handle on their own. Cub Creek wants to help those particular individuals. So, all right, 303-477-5600, text line 307 200-8222, and you can text us pretty much any time. Well, not pretty much. You can text us any time. I will do my best to answer that quickly. Sometimes I'm in the middle of something, or if I'm on a call with a client or something along those lines, it may be a little bit before I get back to you, or if I'm asleep, it may be a few hours before I get back to you. But typically, I answer back relatively swiftly, and most of you that text in realize that. Now, if somebody, if you're just sending me information, by the way, I may not text back right away, but I've still read it. N- never fear. I've seen the information, I've read it, and I'll go back to it. Now, one other thing I would like to tell you on the text line, this kind of applies to all of my shows. If you have something really in-depth that you would like me to know or see, please send me an email. It's much easier for me to even track those things, put them into my show notes and so on, if, if I've got an email on it versus a text message. And I'm not exaggerating, on a Saturday especially, we'll have 30 to 50 text messages. And, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. By the time the day is over, that's about how many text messages we have come in. So if you think about me trying to go back in and track some of those text messages and copy and paste and put things into my show notes, that becomes kind of difficult. Not, not impossible, but it's really difficult on my end because, you, as you know, text messages don't always go in order. They sort of get randomized depending upon who texts after and all of that. So 
if you would, and you've got something really important that you would like to, you know, like me to even maybe talk about on air, please send me an email. And you can do that one of many ways. All of our websites have a form there you can fill out, or it's john at either fixitradio.com, drive-radio.com, rushtoreason.com, ready-radio.com, whatever you choose. It all comes to the same inbox. doesn't matter to me which one of those you use. You're more than welcome to send me an email directly along those lines as well. So if you're somebody out there that wants to send me something even lengthy on a text message, just email it to me. It's much easier for me to organize things in my email than it is via the text messages. So, uh, again, if you've got any issues, anything that happened during this last storm, please let me know. All right. Somebody sent me a text message. I need new windows and doors. Should I replace them even though I don't like this house and intend on moving on at some point? Life is too short to live around. This is somebody from Cheyenne. Uh, too long. The longer I own this house, the more I realize the, the little sisters of the poor may have built it. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Well, here's the thing about windows and doors. Kind of true even with the HVAC side we were talking about a moment ago. I, even if it's a house I'm not going to stay in for any length of time, I would still do it. And here's why. Dollar for dollar, doing windows and doors is one of those items that you will get, if not all of your money back, the majority of. You also will be saving money on your heating bill. And if you've got air conditioning, of course, air conditioning, as soon as you do it. So when it's all said and done, will you pay for that upgrade? Absolutely. Absolutely you will. So that is something that, yeah, I I don't care how long I'm going to be there. I would go ahead and do that. One of the better investments you can make on your home and one of those that actually pays bigger dividends and probably a lot of other upgrades that you can do outside of just keeping the home updated. And I'm going to talk about a few of those things today if we have time. But paint, things like that. But yes, windows and doors, almost dollar for dollar, one of those things that you can get back out of it when you go to sell the home. Joe in Jersey, what's going on? Well, John, we had our first day under 20 today, and it woke up, it was minus 15, and one of my garage doors was frozen to the ground. Ah, I had one of those the other day. So uh, what's the video? Silicone spray, what's the best suggestion for uh, keeping it? Uh, from uh, refree, you know, from sticking in next time. Yeah, Still I going? would say any kind of lubricant that you can do to keep that, you know, keep that water from just freezing. In my case, all I did was kind of kick the bottom of the door, it loosened the ice up, and I was able to raise it. That wasn't a big deal. But depending upon how how thick that ice gets, yeah, I would put something in there that would actually, uh, you know. By the way, you, Joe, you could also do like Pam things along those lines. Well, that's what I'm thinking. You no, know, you know, what's the best chemical? Whether it be a a petroleum based or a silicone based? I'm thinking. The petroleum might uh, some rubbers are you get degraded by petroleum. Um, just um, that's what I'm thinking. A silicone lubricant. Um, yeah, or you know the other thing you could actually do, and I know this sounds kind of cheesy, but you know you could take even, and I know I know Vaseline is petroleum, but you could take leave even a little Vaseline and smear it along the bottom of the of the seal as well. Anything along those lines to keep that lubricated, where the where the water just won't stick to it. All right. Um, Two more things, uh, you know, for people who have like outbuildings or barns with still have fluorescent fixtures. Um, yeah, why, by know, the way? <laughs> yeah, why? I mean, I mean, Joe, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude to people, but honestly, the savings you get out of the LEDs and how much better they work, why would you still have a fluorescent light up? No, you shouldn't. And not only that, fluorescents don't work well in the cold, even with the high output. No. And it- LEDs, LEDs love the cold. LEDs. 
and sell in cold weather. Now, I did some upgrades in my barn, and most people may not know this, but instead of even putting back a long tube LED, Joe, they make these really nice, cool, round LED. Uh, they're like a high bay fixture, only they make them in a LED, and it's a, they're a very small footprint. You can pretty much put them anywhere. And I'll tell you what, Joe. Uh, you can put two of those in place of about six or seven fluorescent lights and have way more light. Yep, yep, absolutely. They but work you fabulous. The, yeah. Uh, the only in my barn though, I already had the long. Um, uh, I already had the the eight foot and four foot uh, fixtures in the, you know up along the center of the barn. So you know, I, I just you know, I, it was easy just to get the bulbs and just pop them in. Uh, and again, yeah, you can do that as well. Switch. I had a, I had a couple of those, and again, they were just in a position. Where I thought, you know, I'm going to try a couple of these, you know, mid bay, whatever you want to call them, lights, just to see how well they work. I'll tell you what, Joe, I wish I'd have just put those everywhere and not even put the the long tubes back up. <laughs> All right, they work. Well, that. I mean, I, I'm not joking. They work. It's it's like I turn those things on. It's like daylight. Yep. And in my garage, John, what I did when I first, you know, I had the old. Uh, porcelain single bulb fixtures or where they had the old incandescent or they had one of these old spiral um spiral fluorescent oh, tubes yeah. in yeah, there yeah. what are they and uh, i got i got three of these so uh, you've seen them i'm sure they bulb but they've got three panels on hinges oh yes yes, yes yes i have i have um uh, a couple of different closets where I didn't want to, Joe, I, uh, I was lazy. I don't know how else to say it. I was lazy, didn't want to go through, you know, rewiring and putting up a whole new fixture and so on. So I screwed some of those in. Pff, awesome. Yeah, and the panels, because they're on hinges, you can, yep. you can, you know, you can tilt them. You can tilt them in all different directions. So I put, I changed out my three 60-watt um, fluorescent bulbs, you know, uh, incandescent slash fluorescent in the garage with three of these massive lights. And it's like, you know, it's like your middle of the middle. It's like oh, they're awesome. high noon and it's summer. The, and, and some of them and, now, uh, Joe, even mine, mine were not quite as sophisticated as some of the newer ones. Some of the newer ones, not only will the blades go up and down, but you can tilt the blades too. Mine don't do that, but some yep. of them get that fancy even. You can right. You can you can rotate and yeah. Mine I, mine aren't that good. What I ha- what what I'm using them for, by the way, it works fine. So I didn't need that. But yeah, if I had the option of having those where they would tilt, I would even do that. I did the same thing in my basement and there, up around my workbench. I, you know, I, I oh, they're awesome, Joe. Porcelain screw in, uh, John. The other thing for anybody's coming in new, you know, people. Oh, they, you know, out in the rural areas, they'll put in what is called no freeze yard hydrants. Well, they're right. only no freeze yard hydrants if you don't. If, if but if you leave a hose attached, they'll freeze. Right. Uh, because the, the way those those uh, yard hydrants, you know, they typically stick up about three feet above the ground. But the way they work is they allow – there's a hole drilled, you know, four feet down or three feet down. There's a little a weep hole drilled in that uh, pipe. Yeah, and the shutoff shut is actually off, down at the bottom of the pipe, and you're supposed to fill that with pea gravel to where when it leaks, it, you know, when, when it drains, I should say, it goes back out in that pea gra- gravel a pool, I guess you could say, Joe, because the shutoff is actually way down below. But the problem is, as you know, if you leave the hose on, it won't siphon back down like it's supposed to. Yeah, because it's got to suck in air in order That's for right. that water to That's right. to, 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 to drain go down properly and, and leak out the, to drain properly. So if you have a yard hydrant, you need to take the hose off it. Yep. Um, Good point. <laughs> otherwise, your no your no freeze hydrant will absolutely freeze on you. Great point. So and the Great same point. same thing with the, with the, uh, it's probably too late now, but you know typically outside yard spigots are also no freeze. But you, again, you can't leave anything attached to your house. 
to your no-freeze um, spigots on the outside of the house because you'll freeze them. Right. Uh, so right. It, so anyway, so that's my first experience with cold weather here in New Jersey. Well, it, we had it last year. I didn't have a door stick, but that's the uh, first experience I've had with my door. I did get somebody to too that year. texted in a moment ago too, Joe, that he, that said that even in their garage door instructions, it basically said uh, Pam won't leave a mark on the concrete either. So if you want to use Pam on it, feel free. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm um, I'm going to go. The sun's shining on now. I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm out doing some errands now. When I get back home, I'm going to, you know, kick it and see if it'll come up, and then I'll just spray a little cooking pan on it. Awesome. Well, that's a great idea. Awesome. All right, Joe. All right, All Joe, man. Appreciate it. All Have right. fun. Enjoy the rest of your day. I appreciate you. Uh, somebody also asked, uh, need windows and doors, but also want to do a backup generator. What's a better investment? Uh, windows and doors. To some people, uh, let me just say it this way, and this is something I can probably get into a little bit more after we come back here from this break. John, hang tight. I'll get this, then go to break and come to you. Windows and doors, again, dollar for dollar, you can get your money back out of because the next person moving in will will see the value in that. Not everyone out there sees the value in a generator. And, and I mean that as nicely as I can. You may see the value in it. You may really enjoy it, and it may work really well for you. The next person looking at the house may could care less, depending upon who they are. Might even look at it more of a nuisance than as an add-on. And I mean that sincerely. That's not always going to be an upgrade for the next buyer. Windows and doors, always a good investment. Doesn't matter who it is. That one's easy. John and Cheyenne, hang tight. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget the Cub Creek giveaway. Go to klzradio.com. Nominate somebody that you feel needs a furnace. Don't forget your FSA and HSA money works there as well. 303-321-1578. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. 
You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972. And it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Hunter and Doug at Cub Creek Heating and AC see firsthand how many families struggle through the harsh Colorado winters simply because they can't afford to repair or install an inadequate furnace. That's why they're announcing that they're giving away a furnace or furnace repair to a front-range family or individual who might be in need, be it elderly, lacking resources, or any other reason. Nominate a family or individual now by going to klzradio.com HVAC and bless a Denver family this new year. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it. Website, by the way, fixitradio.com. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past episodes or look at some of the things that we recommend that you can uh, buy, use, and so on, all right there on the website. John and Cheyenne, what's up? Hey, good morning. Good morning. I got a question for you. You had a, a lady on from Colorado a few months ago. I think it was on your weekday show. She invented something to keep the sheets from tangling yeah. in the water. Wad free. What did you? What did you Wad call it? free. Okay. You can get it on Amazon, right. or you can buy it directly from her down here. It's it's uh, her website is wadfree.com, and you can buy them there, buy them on Amazon, however you want to do it. They work. Uh, they do. Yeah, they do. They're kind of a twenty bucks. And a tip on that. They're yeah, they're not very expensive. The tip, too, by the way, watch the video on how to use them. They're really a pain in the neck to do until you see the video on how you're supposed to do it. Then it's pretty easy. But, uh, and yeah, they're they're like 20 bucks is all. Okay, because I remember that. And you get get two two of them for that, Charlie said. Yeah, I'm sitting in front of my computer. I got to go plow snow, and I'm just waiting for the motivation to hit me. Ah, there you go. I hear that. But I, I got a fresh cup of coffee. Speaking of which, did you get a bunch of snow plowing done uh, last oh, yeah. weekend? Yeah, no, yeah, snow? we had crews out, uh, well, as you know, mm-hmm. through the whole 
you know, deep freeze and all of that. Oh, yeah, I made plenty of rounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering. I saw that. I, I remembered that. And you know why? I'm doing a load of laundry this morning, and the sheets got tangled up. And I said, John had something like that. It actually <laughs> helps them. You know, her, her whole uh, claim to fame is not just that it helps in that manner, but you use less energy uh, washing and drying them her way because, again, they don't get all wadded up and things are more efficient. Right, right. That's what I figured. Yeah. You know what happens. Yep. The, no, and, and uh, her, her product, she's a great lady. Her, and the nice thing is it's, they're, they're made right here in Denver. Yeah, and I didn't see it. I went to Fix It Radio in the shop section. I didn't see it there. You know what? I will have Ann add that as we speak. That's a great, you know, thank you. I, you're right. They're not there, but I'll make sure it is now. I, I don't know if it was Fix It Radio I heard it on, or maybe it was your weekday show. Um, We've had her kind on of on, on both ends of it, so yeah, yeah. either way. Yeah. And then what was the other question? Oh, I was scrolling, scrolling through YouTube, and this guy was like, hey, this is how you set your house for survival. And this would be a Friday afternoon question, but you had a guest yesterday, so I couldn't interrupt you. He said, get an EMP blanket for your portable generator. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of the blankets, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not sold on the blankets, and here's why. Okay. The thing these blanket guys, I think, forget is they think that all of the electron disruption is just coming from the sky alone. That's where it starts. But then as we've talked to numerous experts, even yeah. on Ready Radio, it then goes down into the earth and comes back up out of the earth. So the thing that I don't know that these guys are planning for is once it comes back out, how is that blanket helping at that point? Well, the one I looked, the, the, the guy had it. He, he, like, rolled his generator on top of the blanket and then wrapped it and put some tape around it. That's the it. only so, way you'd be able to do that. But at that point, John, okay. build a Faraday cage for it. I mean, yeah, you could do the blanket, but you could also just build a cage for it. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it's a portable generator, and I don't think EMP makes for a portable generator. Uh, yeah, they do. They've got portable devices. They make it for a car and small engines and so on. So, yes, they, they do now. They didn't for a while. But, the, in fact, I need to get oh, the okay. EMP guy back on, uh, the EMP yeah, shield guy good. back on and, and do an interview because, yes, they do now. Okay. Well, if he's got one and I could just wire it in real quick, that might be easier. Now, really really quick, thing. too, for just a – in the sense it's Fix-It Radio. For those yeah. of you looking to build Faraday cages – and I have a couple of these that I ended up acquiring through the years. I haven't done anything with them yet, but I need to. If you see anybody doing any kind of hospital remodeling, they typically will have doors that come out of hospitals. Some of those doors, John, are lined with lead. And because they get old and nasty and so on, they try to throw those things away. And most guys don't even know what to do with them. If anybody has an in on that and you get an opportunity to grab a lead door, do so. Because the lead that's in those are in sheets and you could make Faraday cages out of that. Okay, I didn't think about that. Because yeah. all those ra- all those doors for the X-ray rooms and stuff are lead lined. Well, yeah, they have to be correct. So, food for thought. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I've through the I, years, I've ended up with a couple of those doors. I need to strip the paneling off and actually do something yeah. with that. But again, just acquiring <laughs> them is the first step. Right, but uh, so you know, just thinking because that's the one that always scares me. And I was just you know when I was messing around. You know, you get down that rabbit hole on YouTube and you can't get out of it. The other thing, too, about the the (laughs) whole Faraday cage on the generators and so on, if it's plugged into your home, you know, what he's doing is great as long as nothing's plugged into it. But if it's plugged into any device, you're still vulnerable. Right. Well, 
I was no my generator. I had that Generalink attachment, so that would be. But I wouldn't. I don't keep it plugged yeah, in. Yeah, you'd have so to roll the cord up, have it underneath the blanket as well, as you know. Yeah. Well. Or just leave it unplugged from the generator. That's the other way you could do it. Yeah. If, I don't think a cord would be a piece of wire, in essence, with a couple of plugs on it, would be affected by a EM pulse. It's an. It's a. It's the antenna, though. So yes, it would be. Okay. I, no, what I'm saying, just the wire that goes from the. Oh generator. no, no, yeah, just the wire hanging out is not going to bother anything. No, yeah, that, yeah, you would have yeah. no issues if it's plugged into the generator. It's yeah, it's going to have an effect on the yeah. generator. Right, but if it's just disconnected on both ends and you're fine. Up, yes, just, you'd be fine there. It's just, absolutely. It's like an extension cord. That's right. You know, absolutely. Yes. 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 Extension cord. Yeah, I just but, want to make yeah. sure when we're talking that I'm specific because some people listening, John, yeah. don't necessarily know. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm specific because yeah, if you leave that plugged in, it's now an antenna. Yeah, and I was looking at that whole house EMP thing, and it looks like a you know the other thing it would help. And I don't, I know people don't realize this, and you know this is a tangent. I sorry, I got you off on it. No, you're fine. Um, is that also help if you, your house gets hit by lightning? Yes, it does. That is correct. It'll it'll uh, you know delete the surge or that's correct. Put it down because how many people that live in the mountains that are in your listening area oh. are have more of a to get hit by lightning than to get hit by, you know, we're all going to get hit by an EMP pulse. Correct. So Correct. And, and, um, and, they've, and, and they do. I just looked. They've got a whole home generator EMP shielding now, so it's their part well, number. That's the whole house generator. Will that work on a portable Oh, yes, generator? definitely. Yes, definitely would. Okay. Absolutely. I'll touch base. Premise yeah, is still the same, base. so, yes, you'd be fine there. Yeah. All right, John. All right, man. Appreciate you, John. Good questions, by the way. Thank you very much. Jeff in Western Montana, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, uh, regarding your uh, comment on Pam on the bottom of the door, I would hesitate to do that just because since it's a vegetable oil, it might attract rodents, and I would hate to have to do deal with that problem. Make them want to chew the seal. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how many rodents that you know. I don't know where Joe's at and what kind of an issue he has. My world, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that, Jeff. I've, I'm in the country and I've got more of an issue that way. I don't know about Joe and where he's at. I doubt it's a big deal for Joe. And, and in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not a real big deal. I just, if you got silicon or something. When it's that cold, know. probably not. And, and the problem with silicone, though, uh, Jeff, is it washes off really easily. So, I'm, again, I, I've never tried silicone on that because, again, it's not super long-lasting. For example, even silicone on door weather strips and so on, it'll last for a little while, but it comes off very easily. Right. So maybe your petroleum jelly idea was probably... Well, Vaseline, act, to be honest with you, that's something that, I, that rodents wouldn't even be attracted to on that end of it. And the, the plus side to Vaseline is it washes off of everything. So even if you ended up touching it and getting it on your clothing or whatever, it's easy to get off. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So that, again, and... Yeah. It's one of those where it's kind of trial by error, and it depends on some of that also. Depend- now, now, the one thing I did, and Joe, if you're still listening, this is something I did to kind of help that in my own garage. They make a – let me make sure I explain this correctly on air, Jeff. They make a rubber seal that your door goes down on top of, but it makes a lip for the garage to where the water sheds away from the door. Anyways, you have to adjust your door 
slightly to do this, and you, you position this big, it's kind of a three-inch wide rubber gasket, I guess you could say, rubber seal that you glue to the concrete floor that the door then shuts down on top of, and it keeps the water either out or in, depending upon which direction you're wanting that to happen. Uh, but I put it on the inside of the door. It keeps all the water from running underneath the door, and you eliminate that problem with that also. Right. I, actually, I hadn't thought of that, but all four of my garage doors have that on the ground. Yeah, I've Pretty done that to mine for that very reason, stuff. and I don't have any issues with that. Now, my shop door, I probably need to lay one down on my shop door because I do have issues there. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, okay, I should probably just put one down on that one as well. Yeah. So I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, they work great because my my garage is, you know, it's an older house and the slope isn't exactly perfect. And I had problems with the water running under the door and so on until I did that. And once I did that, I have and I did that four or five years ago. I haven't had a single issue since. Right. Between that and the mats uh, I use in the garage, I just don't get much water that's under the door either. That's the other thing the garage mats do is it keeps all that water from from running underneath the door. I thank you every time I drive onto mine. Last night we came in after doing... You know, Jeff, this time of year, best thing ever. For all of you listening, if you you park in your garage and you do not have one of those garage mats, and Jeff, you can attest to it, you are missing out. And for the little bit of money they cost, the amount of effort and time and labor and everything else you save and how much cleaner it keeps your house, they are worth every penny. You don't, you never realize how much stress something that simple can cause. You go, oh crap, I got to get rid of it. You know, it's not. I mean, yeah. Seeing the things, it's a it's a two on the scale of what one to ten, but. The more twos you can get out of your life, oh. the easier it is. Well, and for me, Jeff, it's even higher than that because I just hate having that junk all over and then walking through it, and then you're having to mess with making sure your shoes don't have anything on it when you go in the house. And to me, it's even higher. It's higher than a two, but, you know, I'm a particular individual. I have had individuals, Jeff, where, you know, the wife hears about it, tells the husband. The husband's like, yeah, no, those, there's no way that's going to work and do anything. Um For those of you listening that have husbands like that, have them reach out to myself or listen to what Jeff just said. Because, Jeff, I mean, I know it sounds too good to be true, but they work. The only one I don't have uh, one of those mats under vehicle is the uh, Chevy SSR I have, and that's because it only gets driven in the summertime. Right. And there's no need for water. Jeff, I've I've gotten so spoiled with those that even where my plow truck, you know, I park my plow truck out in my barn. I even put one under my plow truck because I got so tired of dinking around with all the stuff that would even fall off of that when I was done that I, I bought an extra wide, long one just to go under my plow truck. Again, it just down the road, the savings of what you're not having to mess with is well worth it. Amen. And regarding uh, uh, generators and uh, MP blankets and stuff, I worked for a while uh, dealing with the Cheyenne Mountain Systems, quite a while, actually. Okay. And a lot of folks don't realize that Cheyenne Mountain is protected against EMP in a variety of ways. And so I became kind of an amateur student of that. And, and, electri- I, and you, you, I meant to call in on Friday shows, and I just haven't. Uh, but just very briefly, an electromagnetic, an electromagnetic pulse has three components. The first one, E1, yep. is very, very brief. It's generated by the nuclear explosion itself. Right. And it's a very high-intensity pulse. And that's the one you can get a filter on your lines to take care of. But even the filter may not, depending on where you are, it is of such high intensity of briefness. Uh, E2 is like a lightning strike. So if you're protected against lightning strikes and you survive the E1, you'll probably survive the E2. The E3 pulse 
is like a solar flare. And it can last anywhere from seconds to minutes. Right. And that's because of the Earth's magnetic field. And that's the one that'll get you. That's the insidious one. That'll that'll travel along power lines and deliver it into your house. And uh, and uh, you know when you have something plugged in that you were talking about earlier, that's the one that's going to destroy uh, unless you have it completely encapsulated. Yeah, it has to be encapsulated. encapsulated. Am I right? I mean, because Jeff, what I've seen is yep. some of these folks even trying to push EMP blankets for your car. And Jeff, I'm, and I'm not trying to be you know, a jerk, and nor do I feel like I'm even as close of an expert to this as you are, but at the end of the day, those blankets aren't worth what you paid for them. I am nothing like an expert. I've just done some reading. But, yeah, you know, you, like uh, I've heard, I think, somebody in your show once try to insulate the computers on the car with uh, some sort of protection. And, guys, you got wires coming in. Yeah, as long as it's plugged in, you're, you're not insulated, Jeff. I don't care what you do to the box no. itself. It's not, the, it's, it's not even what the box is encapsulated in, to your point. It's all of the antennas, the wires that are running out of it that become a problem. Bingo. That's it. So you could, if you want to protect your car, get a blanket that you put over it and, and uh, ground every night. And you better be uh, making sure you're wrapping that thing through and through because, again, once it comes back up, to your point a moment ago, you're still not that protected. Right. So I, 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 on a vehicle, Jeff, I think the only way you're really going to ever be protected on that, and if you want to get around after an EMP strike, is either do an EMP shield that they make ones for the vehicles that shunt things to ground, or you better just have an old vehicle that's not affected by that, one of the two. Yeah, and funny story. Uh, it's an apocryphal story. I don't know um, uh, how true it is, but uh, I used to work for one of the three other agencies that uh, sounds like NSA, and uh, they uh, were building, they're building two and three way back in the uh, 80s or 90s, and uh, all the windows had copper mesh in them to... Uh, protect against uh, radio signals so they would be secure. Uh, Tempest Shield, they called it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the story is that there was a contractor that was walking through on the final inspection, and all of a sudden the contractor's cell phone beeps. And it's like, it rings, actually. And he was getting a call inside the supposedly shield built, shielded building. And all, that, that set off a whole host of concerns about what was actually done. Interesting. I, I am going to do my best to get uh, you know the EMP Shield guys back on on Ready Radio again to talk more about this because they you know Jeff they definitely are the experts far more than I am on this stuff. Yep. So anyway, stay warm. I'll do it, and you do the same. What's your weather like up there today, Jeff? Uh, balmy, sixteen degrees. That's thirty-eight degrees higher than it was at the coldest, and uh, so. We're we're on should getting into the thirties and forties here. We are supposed to be. I'll double check this, but I had seen earlier. Yeah, we're supposed to be around fifty here tomorrow. So not a bad day here in Colorado tomorrow. No, not at all. We'll take fifty after it was uh, below zero last weekend. Bingo. So there you go. Jeff, thank you, by the way. Appreciate it very much. We'll take our next break. Fix It Radio. You can go to fixitradio.com. A lot of the things that we keep talking about, I'll keep, uh, producer Ann will keep adding into the things to buy. You'll find that on our links on our website. Again, fixitradio.com. We'll be right back. KLZ 560. Premier Home Remodels designs your basement to fit your family's lifestyle and needs. So-called basement flippers will limit your options, cut corners, and rush your project. 
but Premier takes the time to create a space that is functional and unique, meeting all your expectations. Premier values and protects you as the homeowner by making sure every code is met and that the proper permit is pulled, along with a one-year warranty on labor. Your home is your most valuable asset, and Premier guarantees that your entire project from design to completion is done accurately and effectively. Because Premier wants you to be able to grow with your home, they make sure to pre-plan every aspect of your basement remodel, working with you and having your best interest in mind. Choose the right company for your ideal basement. Premier Home Remodels. Go to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. 
Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original asset manager loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720-895-0500. regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. A recent report shows that nearly a quarter of low-income homes in Denver are without adequate heating and cooling. Cub Creek Heating and AC wants to bless a Denver family with a toasty warm home this season, so they're giving away equipment and service to one lucky Denver family. If you know someone who's struggling through the harsh Colorado winter, nominate them for a chance to have their furnace system overhauled at klzradio.com slash HVAC today. All right, and we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. And guys from Ridgeline Auto Brokers and Legacy Automotive joining me now. They'll be here for Drive Radio as well. Justin and Josh with us. So, guys, good morning. Good morning. morning. And most people don't know, but our elevators were out today here at the uh, building. Not the station necessarily, but the building. And those of you that listen and have for any length of time probably realize we're on the 12th floor. So that was uh, 12... Actually, if you came in from the basement, it's 13 flights of stairs. But if you come in from level one, it's 12 flights of stairs. And uh, I hadn't done it for a while. I should do it more often, actually. And I used to do it periodically. But, you know, did it. Not a big deal. But I tell you what, you forget really quick how how tall this building is. You know, get on the elevator, it's easy. But when you're walking it, it's a long hike. It is. It's a, it's a tussle. Uh, you warm up. Let's just say that. You do, yeah. We were trying to decide if we were getting warm about flight nine because the... <laughs> Elevator or the stairwells <laughs> hot, or if that's just us generating a lot of heat. Um, I I can relate. <laughs> I used to do it periodically, and I'd go six floors, you know, stop for a moment, take a breather, do another six. Today I had to do six, stopped at eight and ten, so I made three stops instead of two. I mean, stops as in, you know, you catch your breath for about ten or fifteen seconds, and on you go. So it wasn't like you're, you know, it didn't take forever to get up here. It wasn't that big of a deal, but. If you had any kind of, you know, knee, hip issues, anything along those lines, yeah, I could see twelve flights would be, would be tough. There were oh, yeah. some guys this morning that were like, "Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna climb that." <laughs> and I, you know, and I can't blame them. No, but for Justin, he ran Sinitas this morning before he came in, so oh, this geez. is his second workout. Yeah, I know. It kind of that burnt a little you, bit. Yeah, you're a little wiry guy. You <laughs> yes. just fly up those stairs, and I, fat guys <laughs> like me take forever. Somehow I ended up a floor too high. I didn't know that was possible. Oh, you can go penthouse. Yeah, you can go one extra. Yeah, yeah there's like, not where, much up there. Where am I? This is the this is the best floor. So, uh, one last thing uh, before you all uh, before I move on. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, again, they're trying to give away a uh, either a repair or a complete replacement of a furnace. If you know somebody that's in need, uh, they figured with all the cold weather we had just had, and then, of course, going through the holidays, they're a great company. I've known those guys for years. Uh, Doug, uh, who's the father, I've known Doug since the literally late 80s, early 90s. That's how long I've known Doug. 
and a great guy, and they have a great heart, and they're just trying to help people. So if you've got somebody you'd like to nominate that you know just can't afford for whatever reason, maybe there's a death in the family, widow situation, something along those lines, and they just don't have the means to do what they need to, give Cub Creek a call. Let them know you heard them here. Nominate somebody. You can also go to klzradio.com. You can nominate there. Uh, But as I said earlier, please, when you do that, let them know that you heard them here on Fix It Radio. I would appreciate that. Greatly helps them as well. And again, that's with all of the different people that we have as, as sponsors here uh, Fix It Radio. If you use any of them, and I know some of there's some of that, there's some crossover between the other shows, but in, in particular, if you hear me talk about them here on Fix It Radio, let them know that, please. That helps me out immensely. So I had a few things today on different trends and different things to do on your home, and I had enough other questions and comments coming in that I'm not going to be able to get to a lot of that, but going back to some of the questions I had on, you know, if if I'm going to move even in the next couple of years, but I want to do windows indoors. I'll just pick. I'll pick on that one. Is it a good idea to do it? Absolutely. That's one of those. And these guys are both nodding their heads. Windows indoors is one of those items that's universal. You know, in fact, in some cases, somebody looking at the home, and think about it this way: somebody looking at your home versus a home down the block, or even across town. Your home's got everything ready to go, and it's got brand new windows and doors which means the efficiency and everything of the house just went up, plus it's one less thing the next owner has to worry about, versus one that hasn't had that done and maybe even has the original windows and doors. How much more valuable on the resale is your home versus the other home? You just put yourself above a lot of other homes in the market by having some of those things done. And as we've heard from some of the window experts I've interviewed over the years, the the contractor homes, make sure I say this correctly, track homes, some of the windows and doors they're putting in are, even though they'll advertise to you they're top of the line, they are not. And Josh over here knows exactly what I'm talking about. No, they are not. Um, in a lot of cases, they're actually less than what you would typically go out and even buy on, quote-unquote, the aftermarket sides of things. And the way some of them even are installed, does, in some cases, doesn't even meet proper code that somehow you know inspector wasn't there that day or whatever the case may be they ran it through and off you go so yeah just because the home is fairly new doesn't mean you've got the best windows and doors is my point yeah very true so one of those things to really again if you're gonna if you're gonna do an upgrade that's one of those upgrades really worth looking at so uh one other thing i've got for you is again along those lines and and the question on one of them was do i do that versus a generator um, yeah, I would do the windows and doors over a generator, even though the generator will help you personally, power outages and so on. And I mean this in the sincerest way I can. The next person looking at your home might not care at all that you've got a generator. In fact, they may just look at it as a big hunk of iron sitting by the side of the house that they have no idea how it'll ever work and don't care to. Right. I'm, I'm being honest. There, there are those people that just look at that and think, what am I ever going to need that for? Power's always on, well, you know. Why would I need a generator? In fact, in fact, in some cases, depending upon where you live and what you're doing, some might look at that and say, well, do you have a lot of power outages to have a generator? So in some cases, if you don't explain it correctly and have the right realtor explaining it correctly, you may actually have that be a negative, not a positive, because somebody might look at that thinking, gosh, the power must go out a lot here to have a standby generator. Could you imagine this last weekend? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, is it a good idea to have one? 
in case of a power yeah i'm not saying it's not what i'm saying is when you look at the resale of some of these things you really do need to look at that correctly and then when the realtor that you're dealing with goes to sell that home you better be explaining why you have this and it's not because we lack power or have a lot of outages in this particular area we're just looking for that you know we want to be safe as a homeowner no matter what happens maybe there's you know Maybe it's just the way you look at life, but you'd have to explain that correctly. Otherwise, you may find that generator being a negative, not a positive. Yeah. Does that make sense, guys? Very true. Mm-hmm. So just just be careful. That. All right. I did have a whole article. I won't get to all of these. And these are things. Let's see. What is this titled? Bathroom blunders. Six things about your bathroom that give buyers the ick feeling. Okay? And some of these can be... You know, deal breakers, depending upon your home. And they always say, if there's two areas of your home you're going to do any remodeling in, I already talked about windows and doors, but bathrooms and kitchens. The rest of the home, bedrooms and so on, people realize you can paint and do different things and flooring, whatever. That's not a big deal. Bathrooms and kitchens are. And people realize they're very expensive, time-consuming. Where do you find the subcontractors? All of that. On top of that, though, and this isn't in the article, but who's doing the remodel. You hear Premier here a lot, Premier Home Remodels. Yes, they're top of the line, high quality. They're going to do it right. That's just who they are. If you do a bathroom remodel yourself and you skimp on a lot of things and it looks like that when you go to sell the home, you might as well have left it the way it was. You've not helped yourself at the end of the day. And and some of you listening know what I mean by that, but doesn't matter how handy you are, unless you can do it as professional as the professionals do. It's sort of like working on your own car versus having you guys work on your car. Not saying you can't, and there's a lot of great you know, backyard technicians that do a great job. But if you're not of that skill set and of that level, sometimes you're doing more harm than good at the end of the day. You guys see this daily, oh, yeah. am I right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. The flipper kitchen. You, I know you, you guys look at houses so, ever so often, but yes, you can walk into a house and pretty quick, you know it's been flipped. And mm-hmm. The flipper kitchen is always the one that's... It might look good as you walk through the front door, but by the time you actually get to the kitchen, you know. Yeah, you kind of start peering through (laughs) things a little bit more closely. You pull some drawers out. You look at the inside of the cabinets and so on, and you're like, oh. Uh, Cosmetically might look great, but the bones of it are not. And you even start looking at differences in, you know, backsplash and gaps and just different things along those lines. Point being, and this article talks about this, the little details and what they mean by that is what we're just talking about right now. How are those things done? The other thing this talks about is older cracked fixtures. So even if you've got a really nice bathroom, but maybe you decided to reuse a fixture because you were on a budget. And by the way, fixtures aren't cheap. You, some of you that haven't done a bathroom or kitchen remodel uh, may not realize this, but in some cases, the, the faucet, the fixture, will be as much as the sink itself. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Depending upon what the rest, and this is key, depending upon what the rest of your home has as fixtures, and if you're trying to match and keep things equal. So let's say you did a nice high-end kitchen remodel. Now you're going to do the bathrooms. Well, what did you use for fixtures in the kitchen? You really ought to try to match through the rest of the house as much as you can. So it's one of those things, even when you're doing the kitchen remodel, to be thinking about, do you want all this high-end $500 faucets in the kitchen and have a $50 faucet in the bathroom? Probably not. And these fixtures, Josh, you guys are over here agreeing, those things can get really pricey, but that's also one of those things that people pay attention to right off the bat. The fixture more so even than the sink itself or even the countertop because it's the eye catcher. Mm-hmm. Now, 
those trends come and go as well. Right now, uh, gold has kind of, believe it or not, come back in, which I'm sorry, I hate. I'm not a gold guy. I've taken, there was a few gold fixtures in my house when I first moved in. It was old house built in 74. They're gone. I, I'm, I'm either a chrome, you know, stainless chrome, or they make some black, dark fixtures now, and depending upon the decor of the bathroom and so on, you can kind of take your pick. Neither one of what I just said, I think, ever go out of style. The problem with gold is it's up and down. One year it might be great, the next year it's not. One year great, next year not. The other thing that this one talks about, which is really big, by the way, uh, mystery stains, hair everywhere, and carpeting. Yeah, carpeting in a bathroom, period. Um, Not the best idea. I don't know why some... It's warm. I I know where some people think that's a great idea because it keeps the the floor warm when you're walking on it, but uh, it really is not an attractive thing for the next buyer. So... If you're looking at doing a remodel or even doing some flooring, uh, even if you can do the flooring in the bathroom and leave the rest of the carpet, maybe you've got a bathroom right off the bedroom, master bedroom, or I should say primary. Now you can't say master anymore. Uh, But bottom line, you can still do hard flooring in your bathroom, make a transition there, leave the carpet in the bedroom, and away you go. Um, I'm, I'm weird. My wife and Charlie always tell me that. I don't like carpet, period. I'm that person because I'm very picky, and I understand over all these years how much carpet attracts certain things. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know hard surfaces attract the same, but you can get it off a lot easier. A Swiffer, a vacuum, or whatever on a hard surface, it's all gone. Also a guy that, because I've got a shop and different things and so on, I'm not always taking my shoes on and off. Now, some would say, well, why not? Well, because I've got hard surfaces, and it's easy to clean, and it's not a big issue. So I'm not a guy that's going to go outside, come back in, and take my shoes off every time. Also the reason why I don't like carpet, because it's just one less thing to have to mess with. I like the convenience of not having that. And by the way, hard surfaces are one of those things that typically never goes out of style. Guys, that's it. I'll talk more about this uh, next show. I appreciate you all joining us, though. We're going to be back for Drive Radio or Rush to Reason is next, depending upon what day you're listening to this. This has been Fix It Radio. Find the website, fixitradio.com, KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.